I've recently been asked my thoughts on the drug war here in the United States. I do have strong opinions. I think it has been a foolish adventure. Violation of individual liberties, 4th, 5th, and 10th Amendment, 10th being the state's rights, or federalism. I think it's been destructive to families and communities, both in terms of violence and breaking up families and sticking members in prison where they learn really bad habits and new ways of being in the world in the criminal sense. But I do want to take seriously people's concerns about drugs and drug abuse. And I say drug abuse broadly. I don't just mean quote-unquote street drugs. I think it's, it's a mistake not to make distinctions, but it's also important to point out that many drugs that are quote-unquote legal and prescribed are also problematic, both in destroying individuals' health and well-being, destructive to families, etc., etc. One thought I've had, and I'm exploring expressing right now, is I think we could deal better with drug abuse by starting with the young and teaching them various yogic meditative practices. So our children, who will eventually grow up into adults, learn the benefit of managing their own nervous systems, their own brain minds. They learn through various practices, whether it's yogic breathing, various forms of meditation, movement practices, to energize themselves if their energy is low, to depress their energy if they're too aroused, to focus their consciousness, or to expand their consciousness. I think these abilities, if they are taught to children, as they become adults, they would have much different relationships to quote-unquote drugs that do some of the same things, that expand your consciousness, that minimize your consciousness, that increase your energy, that decrease your energy, from caffeine to alcohol to nicotine to heroin, you know, whatever the drug of choice is and whatever the mode of consciousness one is seeking in terms of altering their, their, their nervous system. I think that if young people are taught these skills, that they would not need to rush to drugs to change their perceptions of the world, their inner experience, the management of their own energy systems. I think because they'd be able to do this on their own, they would have much healthier relationships to drugs and those that alter consciousness and the nervous system. I think this would be a benefit to our society for multiple different reasons. One, you know, children who can manage themselves arousally, keep themselves calm if they get excited, in a, in a negative way, excited, anger. Um, if their energy is low and they can learn to manage it and increase their energy flows, that's always a good thing too. Just in terms of interpersonal relationships, can you imagine children being taught to manage their emotional states? So that way they are not managed by their emotional states or moved by their emotional states, but they can manage them. That would, that would definitely deepen their interpersonal connections with other people. Now, if you expand this from children to adulthood, I think it'd be really good because it, it changes the relationship to these mind-altering, nervous system-altering drugs, medication, plants, etc., and I'm not suggesting that people would no longer find value or need for them, 
I think they could use them in a ritualistic way, which is less possibly non-destructive to any health, well-being, or social construct. You know, perhaps they could choose to use coffee, caffeine, for very particular reasons at a very particular time, as opposed to needing it on a day-to-day -day basis just to wake up. And the same thing with alcohol. It could be used for very narrowly defined social purposes and not needed to, say, bring one down after a very stressful day at work so they can get quote-unquote sleep. And we know that alcohol actually disrupts sleep, so it's a vicious cycle of alcohol at night, lack of sleep but during the evening into the morning, the need for more and more caffeine. So, you know, you, even breaking that cycle improves the possibilities of, of people reaching towards optimal health or at least reducing their potential for disease states based on drug use, even recreational drug use, um, um, and uh, lack of sleep. And looking at other drugs like marijuana or the psychedelic drugs, you know, these drugs could be used for ritualized purposes, sacred purposes, interpersonal connections, a host of reasons that they could be used and have been used historically over time in, in many indigenous cultures, you know, in a more real ritualistic way, as opposed to a recreational way, which in many cases can lead to trouble, whether it's marijuana or psychedelics or alcohol. You know, we've heard many stories of people who overconsume alcohol and get themselves into trouble, whether it's drunk driving or in precarious situations with people of the other sex or whatever it happens to be. You know, I would imagine that those type of situations would be reduced because the need for those substances to change one's mind states, emotional states, would be less needed. And you could also change those same uh, nervous system, brain-mind states uh, not at will, because obviously you can't necessarily control um, the effects of these substances, but you, you would be able to manage their use better. And this is not necessarily for everyone, because some people seemingly have trouble using any kind of medication or a particular type of medication. And it's not saying that they, you know, once they learn to manage their nervous system through meditation or yogic practices, that they can easily or freely use any kind of drug, including alcohol. That might not be true for any particular person. But generally speaking, I think um, we would raise a much healthier, happier generation of people if we taught them these skills early on. And then they would change their relationship to these mind slash nervous system altering substances in a better and healthier way.